Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. lead to Rome. Welcome to TC Live on week two of the Italian Open. The world's finest tennis gladiators wrapping up another day of battle in the shadows of the Coliseum. Here's what's coming up on the big show. Top seed Novak Djokovic was hitting the legs but struck back where it mattered most to set up a spectacular quarterfinal showdown. Plus big foe with an even larger test. After the rain suspended play, would the American finish with a sunny disposition in Rome? And two-time defending champ Iga Sviantec continuing to make the Italian capital her personal playground. What she did to join the likes of Serena and Chrissy, we'll tell you all about it. Come on in. Welcome to TC Live. Great to have you here with us. Steve Wiseman, Olympic gold medalist Monica Puig back in the house. And the Hall of Famer Andy Roddick as always on the big screen. A busy day in Rome, a long day past midnight in the Italian capital. How about Stefano Tsitsipas, uh, a match and a half, two matches, and gets it done? I mean, he has to be feeling pretty good about it. And I was even asking you, does he even go out and practice today? Because it essentially is already today in Rome. I mean... What do you think, Roddick? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, listen, he's played five setters before, so he played less than that, but got a little bit of a break during the day. You hope that he can get some sleep uh, recover. That's the stressful part, right, is, is making sure that you get that recovery. I think to Monica's point, though, if he does go out and hit, it's not one of those sessions where you're working on a million things. It's let's get some sweat, let's get some lactic, lactic acid out of the body, and let's uh, let's make sure we're ready for the next one. All right. Let's get straight to the highlights today. We had Novak Djokovic in action, the defending champ, looking to reach the quarterfinals in Rome. Forget this. The 17th straight year, nearly two decades, facing Cam Nori, Andy, and this one had a little aggro. I mean, listen, the matchup was kind of what we said as far as balls and strikes uh, yesterday on the show, Steve, but uh, there were some fireworks <laughs> between the lines and with, uh, with with some looks and some hits and some all sorts of stuff going on. It looked uh, pretty benign at this point, kind of as you thought. Nori not able to penetrate with that backhand cross to Novak's forehand. Novak switching directions, finding the pattern that he likes. And so Nori thought, hey, you know what? I might as well try something a little bit different. And the, the little bit different... Uh, happened to be hitting Novak in the back as he was walking away. Novak looked at him and said, bro, come on now. Can't do that to me. I won 22 slams. I think that's what he just said right there on the switch over there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, listen, if Novak was getting what he wanted in the rallies, even if he wasn't getting what he wanted on a personal level, level from Cam Nori. Cam Nori trying to ice the kicker before he serves it out at 6-3, 5-4. Uh, listen, I don't, I don't know if that was accidental or not. I, I, I think it's the first trainer I've ever seen Cam Nori call. Uh, but a little bit of a frosty handshake. Nori was in it. He wanted some words. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Djokovic speaking about those antics after the match. He was doing all the things that were allowed. He's allowed to take a medical timeout. He's allowed to hit the player. He's allowed to say, come on in the face, uh, you know, more or less every single point. 
those are the things that we players uh, know that in the locker room that's it's not a fair play it's, and it's not it's not how we you know treat each other and uh, but again it's allowed so I don't understand this kind of uh, attitude on the court to be honest um, but it is what it is you know uh, he brought the fire and I, I I responded to that you know I'm not gonna allow someone behaving like this and and just you know bending my head so I'm gonna respond to that but that's all it is you know we what happens on the court we leave it on the court and we move on handled it perfectly by winning the match uh, Nori not breaking any actual rules Monica but Djokovic says it's not fair play what do you think I mean I'm really impressed with the way he handled that press conference he spoke about what Nori did in a very mature way a very correct way but obviously he's Definitely not happy about it. If it were me, I wouldn't go about hitting my opponent with an overhead that, you know, what has been discussed is he had the whole court. Obviously, that just made Djokovic go that extra level of focus, that extra level of fire and says, hey, you're not going to screw with he me here on the court. I'm the boss. I'm in charge. And I'm going to show you. Well, what did you make of what Nori did, Andy? Is it fair play or not? Uh, yeah, it's fair play. Listen, I, 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 Nori has every right to do what he wants, and Novak has every right to not like it. You know, that, that, that's kind of the thing. It wasn't breaking any rules. Uh, I've uh, I've gotten in trouble for criticizing people taking medical timeouts a little too often, which 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 made you wonder. And I know Novak uh, said he looked at the replay and said maybe Nori didn't see him with his back turned or whatever. And so I know Novak understands hitting a ball uh, where you're not supposed to, uh, you know, sometimes. So, uh, listen, it, it, this is what it, it doesn't matter. Like, Nori can do what he wants. Novak cannot like it. And we wash our hands. We move on. Novak got the win. And it's, it's over, you know. Well, or or he, did, or he just stay mad about it, which makes no sense at all. But he didn't break any rules. He was he was obviously trying to do something because he was not winning with the patterns that were being played on the court. So he tried to he tried to change the dynamic uh, of the match a little bit. Novak is just way too experienced. He's seen it uh, too many times. But like, listen, you're gonna you're gonna blame a guy for trying. You don't have to like it, but he was trying something. Absolutely. Listen, our, our guy Marty Fish tweeted in his list of top five guys that would hit you in the face. <laughs> With an overhead, he's got a Lendl, he's got Connors, and Roddick, Andy, number three ahead of Nenad Zimenech and, and that jerk, James Blake. We know James is the man, but Andy, no, number three you, on the list? What did you do? I mean, Andy, uh, I, I don't know. I, 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 probably, I probably hit Marty before, um, but here, here, here's like, I, you want to know like real time what I'm thinking is obviously Nori is trying to cause some sort of upset and emotion with with Novak and I, what's going to happen to the, what I'm about to say is it's going to get cut and pasted. And so they're only going to hear this next part. Steve is like, if you're going to try to hit someone and if you're going to change the dynamic, don't hit them in the back of the foot. Right. They, like, like if you're going to actually change something, then you go after someone and you try to make it a point, you try to make it count hitting one 70, you know, a 74 mile an hour roller at someone's heel. I think it's all a bit exaggerated. I think if he wanted to actually prove a point, he was going after him with malice. He probably would have hit him, you know, in the back. Plus in doubles. I mean, don't you try and aim at the net player all the time? You have those overheads, you have the putaways. You always try and go for the net person because you know, you're not going to get a response. So. Listen, it, it, it's all fair play on the WTA. Who, who would be your Marty Fish list? I mean, I can just think of one player that I would know who would go for you 100% of the time, and that's Ostapenko. I mean, she's had some pretty questionable things happen while she's on court, and she's just relentless. You know, she, she'll just go for it. 
I mean, listen, I, and also like we, we need to also understand it's not like we're taking a hockey puck. It's a it's a fuzzy yellow ball it's that's true. being hit hard. It'll it'll leave a mark. It's never going to break any skin. We'll all be fine. At least it's not a baseball being uh, thrown at 100. And, I don't know, 108 miles an hour. Although one erotic no serves 140 mile an hour tennis ball. I that would thing's not gonna... want to be on the receiving end of that. That's for sure. <laughs> Number three on Marty Fish list. Wow. All right. Did not know that that, that was going to be in the show today. How about Big Foe? Three men's <laughs> matches suspended by rain yesterday. Uh, Tiafo and Lorenzo Musetti. This is the second straight rain-delayed match for the American. On Monday, Tiafo threw in some underarm serves. He took that first set. But then Musetti fought back to force a third set. The Italian crowd was in force in this match late at night. And that's when the rain came pouring down. And despite the other main court stopping play, the chair umpire made them continue. Tiafo was not pleased. Dismayed tones. He went down a break, 2-1 in the third when they finally, finally stopped play. So after a good night's rest, they would resume today, Monica, and uh, Musetti came out serving extremely well. I mean, I completely understand Francis's point. This isn't the first time that it happened here in Rome. The same kind of situation happened against Altmaier. I mean, I understand why he's upset. We could even hear it through the speakers. The rain was coming down really hard. Francis, throughout this whole tournament, mentally, I haven't really seen him comfortable. I've seen him more aggravated than I'm used to seeing Francis. And in turn, mentally not being all that there has affected his play in some way, shape, or form. And obviously, when you're playing against the Italian crowd, it's not going to be fun. So in general, I feel for him, but Musetti got through in... in three tough sets and was able to put all of those distractions past him. But, I mean, I I completely understand his anger. Another fun handshake. We're just here for the handshake. So, Musetti would have another match later in the night. The one we just saw against Stefano Tsitsipas, the Greek star, won a rain-delayed match. Andy against Lorenzo Sonigo. This rematch of the Barcelona semis that went three sets. Hey, listen, Steve, I know it's been raining a lot in Rome. It's about to start snowing with all the, the, these frosty handshakes, I'll tell you that much. We've got to put a dome on one of these courts, but Steph started off great. He said he played a terrible game down 6-5 uh, there, made a bunch of errors, uh, had a chance, was up early, in the, it was up a break in the second set, was up uh, break points to make a double break, but credit for Steph for kind of sticking in there. He played better on the bigger points. Uh, tonight is exactly what he didn't do against uh, our boys through the uh, and he's going on He's he, listen well-deserved rest. He should get some great sleep tonight. Take it easy tomorrow like Monica Puig suggested <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe no practice tomorrow. We'll see he, he, or he, today. It's today. It is today. It's today in today, Rome. That's today. right uh, Iga Sviantek looking to win her 14th straight in Rome opened up a bagel a bagery in the city three bagels and four cents monica taking on donna Vekic. i mean what really surprises me about sviantek still to this day is just how explosive she is with her footwork that that is what leads her to bulldoze her opponent she's so quick with her feet is able to take advantage of every kind of thing that her opponent throws at her whether it's short balls whether it's drop shots which donna Vekic did a great job of today i wish she would have done it a little bit more but then again Iga sviantek does not let you play it's nothing like what we saw the 37 match win streak from last year, but I have to say she's showing some pretty good tennis going into her title defense at Roland Garros. And Beckett's playing some really good tennis this season, but Iga unbothered. She really was. Joined Serena, Chrissy, Sabatini, Sharapova, and Conchita Martinez as the only players to win 14 or more straight matches in Rome. Andy, she's now won 24 straight sets in Rome. This dates back to. 
2021, she won that match, lost a set back then. But what's impressed you the most of what you've seen from Sviantec in three matches? Yeah, listen, this, this surface fits her uh, as opposed to, you know, winning the, the tournament indoors and then winning uh, in Madrid or getting, losing the finals in Madrid. Those were clay courts, but they weren't perfect for her, right? This is a great clay court for her, more similar uh, to Roland Garros. She's able to get time on every ball. Uh, her footwork, like Monica said, is just fantastic. I could watch it all day, especially on those dead balls, all those little steps she gets to prepare, and she just smothers you. She gets on you with that backhand return. That is a shot that has improved so much in the last couple of years. She takes the racket out of your hand from the first ball, and then it's like pick your poison. And also the fluency with which she slides to both sides. She can, you know, she you have to play three feet wider on the forehand side, three feet wider on the backhand side. And if you miss your mark, then she takes control of the situation and you're the one that's uh, on roller skates and doesn't really have con complete control of your movement. She is so good on this court, Steve. We'll have a full preview of her match against Elena Rabakina later on TC Lab. But first, quick thoughts on the reigning Roland Garros champ taking on the reigning Wimbledon champ for the third time this year. And Rabakina won the first two. I think it's going to be a really interesting matchup. Obviously, Rybakina is a very tall player. When we think of tall players, we think, oh, they don't really know how to move. But Rybakina is one of those players that she doesn't look to be off balance many times when she is playing on the court. And she has those really solid flat ground strokes. There's times there where she has like a lull in her um, in her consistency throughout a match and she can throw in a couple of errors but she gets back to it quick and I think a lot of that is due to her mindset you don't know if she's winning you don't know if she's losing she's like stone-faced out there even when she won Wimbledon it was like a fist bump let me go and give you the the handshake and then just walk off the court I would be in tears but you know I think that's what makes her so dangerous is that mentally she's always there she's in her own little bubble she functions really well like that so I think Sviantec is going to have her hands full if Rybakina is able to maintain a good consistent level of tennis but again Iga is just playing really well first pro match on clay they did meet in a grade a junior final back in the day 2017 in Milan Rabakina won that one on clay so maybe a little confidence there as well much more still to come here on TC live Arena Sabalenka out of Rome but could she miss another major the world number two with an ominous update on her Wimbledon status you don't want to miss it Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. I love Tennis Channel. I have the subscription. I always watch Tennis Channel, so uh, it's one of my favorite platforms, to be honest. Um, I love um, the people that uh, comments the matches. I think uh, they do it um, so well and so fun, and uh, yeah, it's amazing always to be part of um, this amazing team. Congrats, and I, and I hope um, you're here for many, many years and we can share um, a lot of things. We love having you, Paola. Highlights of her big win in Rome later on the show. But first, our FanDuel match preview, taking a look at the results from yesterday. Gorna Chorich got the win over the upset king, Fabian Marjan, 3-6, 6-4, 6-3. So let's take a look at the FanDuel pick for Wednesday. And we've got an upset 
Francisco Sarundalo over Casper Rude. Bet 100 bucks to win 110. Rude, a two-time Rome semifinalist, but Sarundalo now 3-2 and two against top 10 players this year, coming off a win against Yannick Sinner. Right now, FanDuel giving all new users 10 times your first bet and bonus bets up to $200, win or lose. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app now and start making every moment more. Straight ahead here on TC Live, we've got the very latest on Emirati Kanu. When could we see the U.S. Open champ back on court? Stay with us. Andy, Monica, Steve, back on TC Live. The Grand Slam excitement from the red clay in Paris almost here. Can Iga Sviantec defend her title in her third big trophy in Paris? Tennis Channel once again proud to bring you daily live coverage of Roland Garros. It all begins Sunday, May 28th with a TC Live preview show on Saturday the 27th. Well, the last women's quarterfinal spot in Rome on the line between our good friend Paola Bedosa and Carolina Muhova Monica. This one would last more than three hours. Yeah, I mean, it's really good to see both players playing at such a solid level. Muhova struggling with some injuries. We've seen her at the top of the game in the top 20. And Bedosa as well, number two in the world, is coming back. And what I really like about Bedosa right now and what I'm really seeing about her is mentally just how tough she is staying. We know that Muhova served for this at 5-4, ends up winning the second set, but Bedosa just stays there steady. We know that mentally that has been one of the hurdles that she's constantly faced. She's a player that hits the ball incredibly hard. She serves well. She moves very well, but mentally that's the thing that's been lacking the most and lately finding a lot of clarity in her game. She ended the season last year at number 13, was 35 coming into Rome, and now with these wins, going to be 28, getting her a seated spot in Roland Garros, which is incredibly important. And she'll get Yelena Ostapenko in the final eight. How about Veronica Kudermetova? Lost to NC State freshman Diana Schneider in Charleston and said that moment changed everything. Now looking to match her semifinal showing in Madrid against Zheng Qinwen. Yeah, Zheng was playing extremely well. She was one of the people who took a set off Iga Shugantek in Roland Garros last year. So definitely a tough opponent. But Kudamertova is even tougher. Moves really well around the court. Has some really great hands. Has had great success in doubles as well. Made the quarterfinals at the French. So she really likes playing on this surface. Is one of those steady players. Plays very consistently. Does not give you a lot of free points. And she really makes you work for it. And Kudamertova mentally also She's just a wall. I've played against her. It's really, really tough to play against somebody who usually is so consistent and does not give you any points for free. Becoming a clay queen, 11 aces, eighth win in her last nine matches. On the men's side, Alexander Zverev finished a win over J.J. Wolf to set up his 15th meeting with Daniil Medvedev. And Andy, this one has been a spicy matchup over the years. Yeah, upset of the day. Uh, not because Zverev won the match, just because it wasn't the frostiest handshake, which we'll see here uh, in, in a little bit. But Medvedev getting out of the gates really well. It's moving as well as I've ever seen a move on the clay. Uh, sliding into the forehand for a change, has this kind of cross-step backhand, is able to still keep the ball low, uh, actually coming in a little bit more than he does uh, on a hard court because he has to. Playing uh, the soft uh, two-handed backhand dropper up the line uh, at big moments. I think we're going to see one about... Not that one yet, Steve. Still waiting. Still waiting. Right there it is. Lays one down in the breaker to bring him to triple match point. 
is able to eventually uh, close Varev out. He has liked this matchup. I think he's won seven out of their last eight or something ridiculous like that. But Medvedev looks really, really good. Not for Medvedev on the clay, but just on the clay in general. Look at them. They're happy. They're friends. We're best friends, Steve. That's wild. I, I mean, of all the handshakes, and that's the nice one. Medvedev moving into the quarterfinals. Uh, here, speaking of upsets, Andy, how about Yannick Sinner, Francisco Sarundolo? Sarundolo dropped the first set for the third straight match, but the comeback would be on. I mean, it'd be much easier for him if he just won the first set, Steve. It's, I mean, I don't know, it seems, seems straightforward, but not with Sinner striking the ball like he did uh, in that first set. Uh, Sarundolo wasn't able to really go through him, missed a little bit more, and you see Sinner going, listen, hey, I'm from here, cheer for me. Sarundolo breaks the momentum early in the second and set. It's so big when you can kind of flip that momentum, moved around the court beautifully, was able to open up spots. It felt like he was hitting uh, winners by four or five feet. Uh, there was some sort of pattern, and then he clocked that for him. That was, he was 77 feet behind the baseline, and center didn't even move for that one, Steve. And then he's able to close it out. Uh, right here, rolled in the third set. Beating Sinner 2-2 two and two in the last two sets, that's some, that's some serious tennis, Weissman. It certainly is. Played his college tennis in South Carolina. Now into his third Masters quarterfinal. First one on clay. Some other scores in Rome. Former USC star Yannick Hampfman into his first Masters quarterfinal. Upset Andre Rublev. Second top ten win in Rome. Beat Taylor Fritz in the second round. This is a guy who once played number five singles at SC. And there he is into the final eight in Rome. Time to enter the social net. Arena Sabalenka answering questions on her Instagram, and she said she still hasn't had her visa approved for Wimbledon. Are we worried, Andy? How long does something like this take? I don't know. I, 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 I don't know how long something like this takes, but, yeah, I'd be worried uh, if I didn't get the chance to play Wimbledon because of paperwork this year, especially after having missed it last year. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be absolutely worried. Monica, what do you think? I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much just going to agree with what Andy said. I mean, that, to me, it wouldn't feel fair at all. I mean, I can understand her despair at this point. But, I mean, she has to focus on, on the task at hand, and that is Roland Garros, and lead her team to, to deal with the logistics, and hopefully they can find a way to turn it around. Emma Raducanu sharing a photo of herself following her third surgery over the past couple months. Two wrists. And an ankle. Looks in good spirits. Uh, Monica, what, what, what would you have to, to say to her? I know, I know you've been through many surgeries yourself. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I can say is patience, patience, patience. And, you know, don't come back until you're absolutely ready. And, you know, she's super young. She has a lot of time. Time is on her side. You know, just enjoy the little break. Don't focus on tennis too much. Just, you know, kind of unwind, relax. Yeah, I mean, you kind of felt like she was due for, for a hard reset. And you don't want it to come in the form uh, of an injury. But it's been a long year and a half in many, many ways, on the court, off the court, uh, with the, the, the pressure of kind of overnight superstardom. Uh, I know that this is not the, what, what you want to ever look like uh, when you're a professional athlete, but I, I actually think this will serve her well if she takes her time, like, like, like Monica was saying, coming back and not feel pressured to, to rush back too soon. Yeah, wish Emma all the best on her recovery. Now, yesterday, Andy Murray uh, put out this tweet. We showed it to you on his birthday. If I don't get a cake of equal size, if not slightly bigger than what Carlos Alcaraz got in Madrid, I'm going to be absolutely bleeping furious. Well, Murray is in Bordeaux for a challenger yesterday. Talk about cake envy, Andy. Now, that's the tiniest sweet treat I've ever seen. 
Oh, that's that 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 that's that's offensive. That makes Sabalenka's cake from Madrid. That that pitiful that pitiful little cake they gave Sabalenka in Madrid. That's that's like a cupcake. That's not even a cake, Steve. That's a cupcake. Like a mini cupcake, Monica. Let them eat cake. I get cake. You get cake. We all get cake. Just not Andy Murray's cake because there's not enough to go around. Cake, 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 cake. By the way, they're in Bordeaux. Why are you not just like giving them wine, a nice bottle of wine right? and calling it a day? Wine tasting yeah, I, at I least. Just, I, I, I just like to love this challenge, this friend's challenger tour that, that Murray is, is seems, seems to be on right now. He's taking on Vavrinka first round tomorrow. I cannot wait for that. We'll have the highlights on TC Live, which, by the way, comes your way tomorrow at 5 p.m. Eastern. The day session, 7 a.m. Eastern, and encore coverage all night long. We will break down some big matches when TC Live returns. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, hot shot of the day time, Andy Roddick. We go back to the Sinner Sarundalo showdown. Early days in this match, and Sarundalo gave up a break. He said, listen, how is anyone going to remember me? How am I going to beat Sinner if he's pulling off shots like this from the corner? You know I like a highlight when it actually matters, Steve, on a point that is actually played fully by both players. And, and you know what That's I like? Joke. The loser of the match getting the hot shot. We all win, right? We all win. Featured matches coming up on a Wednesday starting at 7 a.m. Eastern. Novak Djokovic, Holger Runa, Paula Bedosa against Ostapenko, Kasper Ruud, Sneaky, he's... He's moving on, taking on Sarundalo, and then Iga Sviantec against Rybakina. Which one will they choose to preview? Let's head back to Rome. Join Danny and Prakash. Thanks, Steve. Back at our FanDuel desk, P. This one's going to be a good one. A third meeting between Novak Djokovic and Holger Runa. Going to be a spicy one out there as well. Curious who you think is going to win it, and who is the crowd going to be supporting? Uh, I think a tough one to pick. I mean, Holger's coming in with a ton of confidence. He sat right here. I asked him, I said, Lynn, you're taking on a six-time Rome champ. He's like... Wasn't he a six-time champ in Paris when I took him out over there? So I, I think he's coming in feeling as good as he can. It's going to be Novak's sharpest test thus far, but Novak has really improved each match. So you're probably leaning towards Novak being the favorite here. Tough one to pick. The crowd is going to go for whoever's down at the moment, I think. You know, try to pull for a three-setter. They're going to want more tennis. And don't think I didn't notice he didn't pick a winner. But you know what? It's going to be a great match, and it's hard to Put call. So looking forward seat. to all the oh, action over here, here like on Wednesday. Toasted buns over here. So many stars in this matchup. Uh, Monica and I had to, had to go with the shades. You've, you've been waiting for this for a while, right? Yeah, this is this is my moment. <laughs> this, this is my moment. Prakash, it is on. Taylor Townsend, you know, I, I feel like Steve and I were unmatched. You, you, got, you, you, you like the Blues Brothers. And to be fair, Monica, Steve did send me the text and said, get a pair of sunglasses. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought I, this I, was I, Three's company. What are you doing? I... 
Well, I, well, one, uh, we, we should never wear sunglasses in, indoors because it's just kind of obnoxious. And two, I'm in like my office in my basement. I didn't even realize I got on air. There was a match. I was looking at highlights. I, just, just please accept my apologies. I'll be Cam Nori. Uh, give you no, no back. I we're going to we're going to no, no. The drama is going to continue here. I'm going to give you one of like those icy high fives, and you know we'll call it a day. <laughs> the the uh, fake through the through the screen high five. Um, all right, yeah. listen. We, we've got a big-time matchup. And, and speaking of Prakash, he interviewed Holger Runa, and he was like, hey, when you beat him in Paris, he was a six-time champ there in Paris. And Runa shot right back at him and said, uh, "Isn't he, he's a six-time champ here in, Ro in Rome, right? So it's the same sort of situation. Do you like the confidence from the youngster? I mean, I have been seeing this for a really long time. He is just very feisty, very spicy, like Danny was saying. He's just feeling himself at the moment. He's still super young. He's got that swagger. I mean, he, and he has the tennis, obviously, to pull off an upset anywhere. He's, he's really playing some incredible tennis, and a lot of that is due to how hard he works. I've seen him work. I know that Patrick is gearing him in the right direction as far as his tennis goes. So, I mean, it's, it's anybody's game. Andy, they've, they've played a couple times before, but we've only seen it on the hard court. How's Clay going to affect this matchup? Hey, listen, I like this attitude. I used to have a friend that said, if I don't believe in me, then who will? Uh, Holger, Holger Runa is not scared of the challenge. He's going to go in. I like this kid because he's not scared to get punched in the mouth and get up off the tarp, right? He's not worried about what anyone's thinking. He works hard. He goes out there and plays hard. He's going to go into this match and try to win. I like I like Novak uh, in this matchup. I really, I've liked him since the beginning of the week. I think he's going to find his stride uh, pretty quickly. He's getting better and better. Today was the first clean match that he's played, right? He's gotten through the tough moments. He's kind of been hit or miss. Today was a clean match start to finish. Uh, with Cam, Cam Norrie, and I, I promise you Novak hasn't forgotten about Bercy either. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if Runa pulls out semantics as well. Future's so bright, Andy. Future's so bright. We just got to gotta throw the shades. That's right. You can use <laughs> the hand shades. <laughs> All right, precaution, Danny. You know what's up. Monica's bringing it. We'll be back for more TC Live. Thanks, everybody, for joining us on the show. The action from Rome continues next. <laughs>